Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, I am excited to announce that I have two co-founders, two builders in on the couch today at Startup Couches. So we have Osama, who is the CTO at Seafood Souk. And, you know, welcome Osama. Thank you so much, Lutana. Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, and we have Omar who is also the COO at Seafood Souk on the couch today. Welcome, Omar. Thank you, Lotana. Appreciate it. Awesome to, to be here. Yes. And so um, on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring people who are building amazing products in the market and we let them talk about the journeys, how these products were built, um, how these products is doing the market so far, talk about the challenges, talk about their journeys, talk about their growths, and so that we could get inspired to, you know, either keep building our own products or go into building. Um, and so diving right into the questions. The first question I have is for the both of you, actually. So Osama will go first. What yeah. is seafood soup? So um, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity, and I'm really happy to be here. Uh, to just give you an, an idea of what is Seafood Souk and what we're trying to build and what we've achieved. Uh, seafood Souk is a, an open marketplace for uh, seafood. Uh, basically, the idea came out from uh, linking the business buyers in the UAE uh, with global uh, sellers, fisheries, uh, fishermen, where they can uh, basically procure fish directly from source instead of going to a distributor or uh, to go through the multiple layers in supply chain. So essentially what we're trying to do is we, we are linking the buyer with the uh, supplier of the product. Uh, is it a fish farm or is it a fisherman on the other end? Um, we uh, basically put a lot of effort into digitizing the whole process and digitizing the whole journey. Um, we provide uh, traceability with every order uh, that goes out from, from our platform. And we provide trust that this seafood item is uh, ethically sourced, it's sustainable, and it's coming uh, from uh, uh, the areas that you've ordered from. So that's Seafood Souk in a nutshell. Okay. Uh, it's a marketplace with uh, supply chain technology to help facilitate the transaction uh, that happens on the marketplace. Okay. And so, Omar, can you kind of explain to us how it actually works? So, if I am a restaurant that wants to have a daily supply of, say, shrimps or lobsters, how does it work if um, I want to use Seafood Soup's platform? Sure. So uh, that's actually a, a, a fantastic question. So um, let's say, that, so, so you have basically destination markets and origin markets. Um, so what happens is uh, we onboard both customers and suppliers onto the marketplace. Um, there are certain requirements for you to, to, to onboard to the platform. So as a buyer, you would have to basically let us know what um, segment you come from. So if you're a restaurant, a, a hotel or a distributor, 
that would uh, tailor your experience to you. So th that is a, a, a direct result of what volume you work with because we have different features that are directed at uh, different volume level buyers. So if you're a restaurant, for example, um, it's um, it, it's required for us to, to bulk your orders with several other restaurants in order to make a just-in-time delivery possible um, because there are minimum order quantities uh, related to each uh, shipment. Um, so let's say that you decide that you want uh, um, 10 kilos of lobster. Um, what, what happens is once you place that order on the platform, that gets bulked together with another restaurant that's asking for another 10 kilos of lobster and another and another and another until we hit 100 kilos of lobster, which is typically a, a reasonable amount to ship from the, the origin markets such as Canada or France or Scotland. Okay. Um, so so that's basically how, how uh, the, the experience uh, is for, for, for a restaurant. Um, and it's tailored differently as well for larger volume buyers where the, the main value that they get is um, far more um, negotiation power uh, on the platform. Um, so it's, it's actually uh, tailored depending on what segment you come from. Okay, okay. That makes absolute sense. Um, I, I'm very, very curious. How did... How did seafood soup start? Um, Omar, can you tell us? Sure. Um, so actually, it's uh, the, the the main two co-founders of the uh, of the company um, are uh, our CEO, CEO uh, Sean Dennis. He is uh, an, a serial entrepreneur um, that has been in the uh, blockchain. Uh, industry uh, previously to this um, very interested in the technology as well as the applications to traceability right and then uh, the other co-founder is Sheikh Faham Al-Qasimi uh, who comes from a, a corporate governance background okay. um, so they both had a common friend who was a an oyster farmer oh I see out here in the UAE and um, one one day they were having dinner together, and uh, the the oyster farmer um, expresses the fact that he thinks that the supply chain is broken for him. Like he thinks there must be a better way for him to sell seafood. So that that really triggers uh, their curiosity. Um, and they go out and they research uh, the industry, and they find out that in fact the seafood industry um, is one of the 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 last industries to not. Uh, be digitized. I think it, it hasn't been uh, evolving in the past 50 years, give or take, compared to every, any other industry. Yeah. Um, so, so they they saw a a gap there where uh, they also saw the the, the, the figures on wastage. Uh, a lot of the fishing based economies uh, see about. 40% of the catch uh, wasted upon landing. Um, so so there was actually a lot of um, problems that needed fixing in the, in the seafood supply chain. And um, basically controlling the data uh, would, would help with uh, making the right decisions, fishing against demand, reducing the wastage. That would also reflect on 
the price becoming more reasonable because uh, obviously a lot of the the uh, fishermen that that have to fish far more have to charge far more uh, per kg because of the wastage that they have to account for. Um, so uh, the idea was to basically improve the whole supply chain, the efficiency of it, and the sustainability of it. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and I like that this whole business started from a personal experience and grew out to from finding someone's solutions to one person's um, pain points to actually solving a problem that's affecting a whole market today. So I think that's amazing. Right? Exactly. So I think um, my next question would be, what does growth mean to you as seafood soup? Osama, what does growth mean to you? So, as, as Omar said, we started from a single pain point. And obviously with time, we've discovered that there are a lot of pain points. There are a lot of things that we can improve about the industry. The industry is a legacy industry. Uh, never seen technology before. And there's a lot of inefficiencies within the, the industry. Uh, from the supply chain, from the way we catch, from the wastage that we create. Um, so we started to look into what is the issues that we have, and we started to create solutions for them. The first solution we created was the traceability solution. Uh, the traceability solution is a core module for, for what we do and helps in, in, in organizing and, and making sure that whatever is being called is being tracked uh, we register temperatures, we register every step of this product uh, uh, to provide provenance and to provide uh, uh, clarity and, and, and honesty within, within the industry and within the supply chain. Um, for us, the, the, the growth, we started with the UAE. Uh, the UAE was our testbed, I would say. It's, a, it's the, the market that we started from. It's, uh, it's the market that gave us the opportunity to start as well. And uh, for us, growth is, uh, and personally for me, growth is where we can actually uh, improve the, the supply chain, where we can actually uh, impact the people uh, uh, in the industry and impact uh, the whole industry in, in, in whole. Uh, so I, I think uh, in our plan, uh, we're now moving on into uh, regional and, and global uh, markets. Um, we're heavily focused on uh, the Asian market and on the African market. Now we have uh, a lot of conversations and we're, we have partners in, in, in Africa, especially in, in, in uh, East Africa and, and North Africa. Okay. Um, and we see the opportunity there where uh, we can actually create an impact and, and improve the, 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 the process and the, the supply chain by providing technology and providing guidance on, on how things are done. Uh, 40% of, of catch in, in, in East Africa uh, is, is, is wasted. And if, if you look at the numbers, uh, the wastage of, of, of this catch is not uh, in, on the consumer level or on the processing level, it's post-catch. So basically, a fisherman goes out to the sea, um, a fish, a ton of, 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 uh, of a species, and while they're going back, uh, to the shore, they just wasted 40% of it. That yeah. can be due to the uh, processes, bad handling, and not having refrigerators in, 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 in the ship. Um, and obviously, 
post post uh, uh, catch is, is the logistics. So even when it reaches to the land, until it reaches to the processing center, might be uh, transported in 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 uh, bad condition trucks where they don't have uh, uh, a a cooling uh, compa- uh, compartment. Um, so what Seafood Sook is trying to do is basically go from the point the fishing is done until it's, it's sold in the market. Uh, okay. by controlling the supply chain and providing the solutions to control the supply chain. And uh, for us, it's, it's a great, I think, a great opportunity also to be uh, working in, in Africa and, and, and trying to uh, create value for, for the African communities and for the African fishermen. Uh, and it's, it's been a great pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Omar, I need hard numbers. Um, on still on the same growth um, question, what would you say? You know, from the year that Seafood Soup started to now, how many how many businesses do you now work with? How many? How is the team size like? Like, what are hard numbers on the growth side? So in in the past uh, two and a half years, I'd say that we've been operating. Uh, we grew to a team of twenty uh, five people now. Um, so uh, we started with a team of three, um, and and in the past uh, two and a half years, we've grown by by twenty two new uh, team members. Um, okay. Our our revenue has grown, I think, last year by about. Uh, I think 600%, correct me if I'm wrong, Osama. 615%. Sorry? 615%. 615%, yeah. Um, uh, and, and this year we continue on the same trend. Um, so I think so far uh, in the year, we're, we're halfway into the year, we're about uh, 250% uh, growth. Um, so so it's been actually a, a wild uh, journey and and uh, it's been growing really fast. Uh, I mean, the demand for such a service is very clear. Uh, it's been, I mean, the industry has been in need of of such a change for for a long time. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I think that uh, it's just the, the the fact that the team actually comes from more of a tech background or. Uh, other other segments of the food industry backgrounds of other segments of the food industry rather than um pure seafood backgrounds uh has brought a fresh perspective that was much needed for for such a business such a right. success um so so yeah it's been great in terms of suppliers and partners we're looking at uh, i mean in the past two and a half years we've grown uh, obviously, from zero to to uh, we have a few hundred, I think two hundred and uh, two hundred and sixty-five, give or take, suppliers. And uh, in terms of buyers, we have about in in the, on the order of thousands uh, throughout the, the globe. Um, so it's it's been uh, an interesting journey. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, a lot of growth has been happening also, and so. Um, Osama, what are you? Um, what is Seafood Sook looking at to be the next big milestone? Right? Are you guys looking to expand into a new market? You've been talking about expanding into like East Africa. Are you guys already operational in any market in East Africa? What is the expansion plans, or is there another next big milestone you guys are looking forward to? So we just started the 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 expansion plans 
uh, into East Africa. We are uh, in the GCC regional. Uh, okay. So that's uh, the neighboring countries uh, next to us. And then in Asia. Uh, now we have partners in each of these countries that would help us operate Seafood uh, Souk and help us reach out uh to, to 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 the fisheries and to the fishermen in, in these countries so we can yep. help digitize the industry um this started uh, about a couple of months ago so we're we're we we have agreements and signed mous with uh, partners in, in these countries okay. uh, we will be announcing exactly which countries we're entering first and what's uh what's going to be our plan and, and expansion in these regions uh, uh in 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 in, in Africa, because it's a project that I've, I've, I've been working on, um, it's uh, we're, we're, we're going to be operating in, in multiple countries in North Africa and in East Africa, uh, okay. and we've we've been already working with with a lot of partners in, in Africa as well in East Africa, which Omar can should light on. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I mean, um, it's the, the, the Africa projects uh, are are specifically important to us um, because there's actually quite a bit of um, let's say b- bad bra- practices being being done uh, in terms of the fishing and uh, landing which are causing above average levels of, of wastage so that that effect cascades all the way throughout the supply chain it, to, like to the end buyer it raises the price to them because they have to pay for for the the efforts of the fishermen that have led to a, a wastage at the end of the day, and to the fishermen they don't make as much money against their efforts, and a lot of the times they are uh, incentivized to go for non-sustainable fishing practices in order to be able to land enough uh, seafood to, to to put food on the table for their families. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. In fact, being able to to support with uh, better fishing practices um, in terms of like finding the 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 information or recording the information on the spawning points. Um, so part of the traceability program is a, a GPS tracking up to the point of fishing um, where where the fish was was picked up from. Um, and and we always promote the use of uh, line and pole uh, techniques, um, which are far more sustainable. Uh, but yeah, um, basically what that means is the fishermen can know at any given season where they can find the specific species after a while of operating. All of that data will be collected and will be uh openly shared with uh, the operating partners in, in, in these uh, countries. Um, so that, that promotes far better practices, far less bycatch um, and far less wastage. Uh, okay. We also help them with uh, supply chain uh, best practices uh, to, to avoid any spoilage due to lack of temperature control uh, on the way back to, to shore. Um, or to to promote uh, on on the like uh, onboard uh, freezing, uh, I guess, like as as soon as it's caught um, in in the larger uh, trawlers. Um, so so that uh, is is a project that we are super excited about. Is it's both 
uh, really good for sustainability and for the environment. It's really good for the well-being, uh, economic well-being of of the fishing uh, industry and the fishermen in in East Africa, and uh, it, it it allows better access to to everyone in the world to see the kinds of products, the the the, the amazing products that you can get uh, out of Africa. Uh, one, I mean, one of the most rich, naturally rich uh, regions in in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely and so um last year um seafood soup raised um over a million dollars um to help expand operations um i would like to know how you know the capital injection has helped you know in operations you know in the tech team um omar can you answer this um of course yeah um so uh, basically, the the um, investment uh, last year was uh, I think below a million uh, dollars, in fact. But uh, um, it was actually used quite a bit for developing uh, some of the the newer features. So as Osama said, we started from the UAE market. Yeah. Um, uh, that was our test bed, or rather, our 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 MVP. Um, yeah. So we only built uh, the marketplace uh, in the UAE market in terms of technology. And then um, as we started to expand, we started to look at um, features that can support operating partners with their supply chain needs. Um, so there was quite a bit of development that uh, we did in, in, in that direction. Um, in terms of uh, facilitating trade as well, it has helped a lot with um, being able to to support the the finances uh, of of uh, of the trade. So we, uh, in fact, uh, provide trade finance uh, with with partners as well as with uh, operating uh, cash that uh, we have from investment. Um, so. A lot. Uh, the seafood industry is actually uh, one of the industries that is uh, very heavy on credit. Okay. Um, so, so a lot of the buyers uh, buy their their products on thirty days payment terms or mm-hmm. um, for containers, for example, they they buy them uh, on cash against delivery. Um, so, so that kind of uh, trade deal will will have to be uh, in a way facilitated by by uh, operating uh, capital. So, uh, some of the the investment was also used to expand uh, our reach into uh, newer regions and new customers uh, with with healthy cash flow. Okay, okay, that actually makes sense. And so. Um, in terms of raising more money, do you know if you are going to raise any more money soon? Um, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, as your business is growing month to month at the level of growth, um, you're probably going to do your um, seed round very, very soon. So uh, for, for the next round of investment, we're now undergoing the Series A round. Okay. Uh, it's uh, we're we're speaking with a number of partners, and uh, we are under due diligence. Okay. Uh, uh, and we're waiting to finalize the term sheet and uh, close the round. Uh, right. Hopefully, right. when, yeah, when we close the round, we will be disclosing uh, the numbers and the deeds that we've closed at, at that point. 
Okay, okay. And and so why I'm asking is because this podcast is proudly sponsored by some VCs in the US. And so um I would like to know if you wanted to get introduced to them. And so definitely, that definitely. We're, we're open we're open to speak with with uh, with uh, VCs and with investors. Okay. And, and just yeah, reach out to us and we're 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 open. All right then. Um I'll reach out back to you after this conversation then. That would be great. So my next question for you, Omar, is what is one major challenge that you face at operations at Steelfoot today? Uh, that's a... Uh, so, I mean, uh, um, it's it's uh, quite an unfortunate topic to, to discuss, but uh, the seafood industry is uh, one of those industries that has a lot of uh, bad players. Um, uh, in the sense of, uh, I think there was a study done in North North America, uh, the USA and Canada, um, which studied um, the mislabeling of seafood on retail shelves, and found the, the results that were found were uh, about fifty to sixty percent of seafood on the shelf was mislabeled. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, so that is the degree of, um, uh, unfortunately, bad players that that uh, you face in 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 the seafood industry, and that is the main challenge that we set out to uh, tackle, um, and that's why our traceable traceability technology is a core uh, offering of of uh, what we do. Um, so it, typically the uh the, the, the mislabeling and the, and the mishandling is being done uh closer to the destination markets rather than the origin markets uh however we've we've taken an approach of um extending that all the way from catch to uh the shelf or the plate um and um getting people to to adopt that and to understand um the 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 degree to which uh, the competition could go to to um, unacceptable measures uh, is, is it has been a, a big challenge um, for us. Um, so it's I mean there's a lot of a lot of people that are um, aware of those issues, but as well on the other hand. There's there's a lot of people that are simply just not aware that this issue exists in the seafood industry, um, and and raising that awareness has been uh, quite challenging for us. It was it's been um, time consuming, I would say even, uh, which obviously as um, uh, it was not uh, uh, expected for it to to to, to be that that. Uh, time consuming so so to speak so it did it did um lead to us having to revise our plans uh, in a way which which was another challenge that we faced mm. okay that's actually really really um say, really deep especially challenges that are linked to the way um people handle fish people mislabel people mishandle you know the whole supply chain so i feel like you have a whole um a whole network of challenges that are interconnected to each other and i like that in the education approach and hopefully things get better um and so yeah. my final question 
is going to go to Osama, and that is how did the pandemic affect the seafood soup business? So, in general, the pandemic uh, obviously it affected a lot of businesses worldwide, and they, everyone had uh, a, a ha- had been affected by it. So. Um, we can't disregard that. Yeah, the pandemic came with with its own challenges and with 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 with, with the whole lockdown happening everywhere and with the businesses shutting down and and, and it, it wasn't a great time for 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 anyone. Uh, however, I think with with challenges uh, come the opportunities, uh, and uh, for us being a very different model than uh, than uh, the normal. Uh, Distribution uh, model in, in the UAE uh, give us a, the the uh, competitive advantage. Uh, during the pandemic, um, the airlines were were shut. Certain countries that are huge importers to the UAE, uh, we no one could get products from them. Um, and being a, an open marketplace where a single product can be procured from several countries. Uh, give us a competitive advantage as we had uh, an alternative plan uh, or an alternative supplier for, for every product. So when a buyer goes on, 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 on the platform, they will see the products available. And uh, due to that, I think uh, the numbers can, 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 can uh, say how, how, how well we did. Uh, we increased ourselves by 615% uh, during the pandemic, uh, yeah. during that year. Uh, and we're still growing on on that because um, we have uh, the flexibility and and the platform has offered uh, business buyers alternatives uh, during uh, the 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 pandemic. Yeah, so I think um, Tipo Souk is a very very innovative um, startup where a lot of thought is being given to you know the experience and the supply chain itself so like value chain from end to end all the way from catching to um the food being on the plate of any kind of customer right and so i love that um this is like a total focus on a whole industry and covering the whole value chain end to end i think it is a lot of work but i love that it is now paying off as you're building more infrastructure and building more foundational things components to make sure that these things are moving hand in hand i like that the growth is also coming this has been an amazing thing you know a team of 22 a, a team of over 20 people having you know built something so valuable that it's growing over 600 percent in a year is really really amazing right and so on this on this note i'd like to say thank you so much omar and osama for coming on the couch today this has been an interesting conversation what do you think thank you so much Lutana. honestly thank you for this opportunity we have i've really enjoyed speaking to you and and discussing our work and, and what we're trying to do and uh I, like I'm, I'm looking forward for the other uh for like other uh podcasts in the future like we i'm i really enjoyed it yeah yeah, yeah. Natana, thank you so much, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I, I really like your questions. Uh, quite challenging questions, actually. Um, and and uh, they dig deep into like the the core of of uh, what makes a startup uh, uh, successful. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much, Natana. I, I really enjoyed the, the talk. Yeah, thank you guys also for coming on the couch. It's been my pleasure. And for everyone that is 
mean make sure you subscribe like, make sure you share this episode with your friends you already know that every single week we bring you people like osama and omar on the couch to talk about amazing products that they have out in the market and so um if you are in these regions and you have a restaurant and you have a business that needs any kind of seafood needs make sure to check out seafood souk they literally would handle every single thing for you as it relates to your seafood needs so make sure to check them out and until next time yeah thank you so much